Welcome to Unconventional Success, where we are rewriting the rules for female solopreneurs. I'm your host, Tiffany Dawson, a business and mindset coach. I help women who value freedom to earn the income they need to facilitate the lifestyle they want. I'll share interviews with successful female founders and my own tips on how to build a bulletproof mindset, make your own rules for your reality, and think strategically about your business so you can earn free-flowing revenue while spending quality time with your family. Remember, you can do life and business in a totally unconventional way and be wildly successful at the same time. The only person you need permission from is you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unconventional Success. I'm really glad that you've joined me here today. I've got so many thoughts and lessons from my launch of Overflow Collective that I want to share with you. So buckle up. This is going to be such a great one for you to listen to if you've ever thought of launching a new service or a product, if you're in the middle of a service or product launch at the moment and you're maybe going through some of the same challenges that I did, or maybe you've also just finished a launch like I have and you're wanting to spend a bit of time reflecting on how you could have made it better or how you can improve next time or the things that you did really well and you want to continue doing again. So before I get started, I always love to give you a little life update. What has been going on in my life recently? So this week, obviously, the big launch of Overflow Collective has been so soul nourishing. I've absolutely loved it. And the whole process of the launch as well has been really cool because I've never launched in this way before. But I'm going to speak a bit more of that that in this episode But otherwise, this week's been pretty chill. You know, the launch has happened. I have noticed, however, that during the launch, I have been on my phone a lot. And I think I kind of used the excuse of, oh, but people are messaging me about Overflow Collective and for private coaching. So I want to be there to answer their DMs. But really, I didn't need to be on my phone all the time. So I've decided that this weekend I'm actually going to have a digital detox. Have you ever done one of those before? It also helps that we're going camping from this afternoon till Monday. So I will be using my phone as a camera, but that's pretty much it. The other thing I'll use my phone for is I recently got this fitness tracker called a Whoop. Have you heard of that before? W-H-O-O-P. My husband signed up and he gave me a free one month trial. So I haven't had to pay anything. Such a clever marketing ploy, don't you think? Like, oh yeah, just have it for free for a month and then get sucked into all the data. (laughs) But it's been cool so far. I've only just started using it. So it takes a few days to calibrate, but it's nice to see how much sleep you've got and how well you've recovered from the previous day, how stressed you've been. I'm going to see how it goes for this month because I've had fitness trackers in the past and I've gotten way too obsessed with them. Like in the early days I had a Fitbit and I used to use that mainly for tracking my walking. And sometimes I'd leave it charging and forget to put it on my wrist and I'd go and walk the dogs and realize, oh, oh my God, what a waste. 
that whole walk, all those steps weren't recorded. And I just got way too obsessed with thinking like I've wasted that last half hour because I didn't have a watch on my wrist without thinking, uh, that's not a waste. It just wasn't tracked. It's still good for you. (laughs) So I'll see how it goes. I'll see how obsessed or not obsessed I get and I might have to give it back after my free month trial but otherwise it sounds pretty interesting and might be quite useful for me to know how caffeine affects my body how it affects my sleep how much sleep I really have to get yeah really curious to know so I do need to sync it up to my phone every day to get the data from my watch onto the phone but that's all I'll be using my phone for really looking forward to it I know that In the past, when I've kind of purposely left my phone at home so I can concentrate on being with friends, there's an element at the start of, oh my God, I feel naked. Where's my phone? (laughs) Where where is it? And you feel a little bit lost before you realize, oh, everyone I need to contact is right here. I (laughs) I don't need this phone right now. Really looking forward to that, but I want to talk to you briefly today about the launching process. If you follow me on social media, you will have seen all of the stuff that I produced in terms of content. And if you're on my newsletter list, you'll see all of the emails that I produced for uh, leading up to launch day and also to the close cart day. If you're not on my newsletter list, by the way, I would highly encourage you to do so. I send an email out when I feel it is going to be useful to you. So none of the fluff, nothing that's not useful. I only send things out when I'm like, yes, these people need to hear about this. This is really going to help them move their businesses forward. So I'll leave a link to that in the show notes if you'd like to join or send me a DM on Instagram and say, hey, um, can you add me to your newsletter. Just send me your email address and I can do that for you. I think you'll find what I have to say kind of amusing, maybe interesting and possibly surprising because when people launch a new product or service, all you see is their social media posts, the external side to it. But I really want to share with you what was happening internally, all of my emotions, everything that was going on in my head during the launch, which you will not have gotten a sense of from my content. So guess what? I wasn't all sunshines, rainbows and butterflies the whole launch. (laughs) I did have times where I felt like, oh my God, was this a mistake? Is this just a big waste of time? If I fail, everyone will see. It feels so public. What if no one signs up? And then when one person signed up, I was like, what if only one person signs up? (laughs) And also the fact that you open yourself up to rejection when you're launching. It feels safe when you're not launching, but you're also not then giving people the chance to sign up with you. So it's a double-edged sword, really, isn't it? You are opening up opportunities for people to work with you. You're also opening up opportunities for people to say no to you. But while I felt all of these things, and I think that these are probably very common feelings and thoughts to have during a launch... I was able to overcome them very quickly. I didn't stay in that 
sense of dread and disappointment and negativity for too long because I set up my launch schedule to include certain mindset and energetic practices that was going to help me overcome these quickly so that when I did show up online, it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel inauthentic. I was coming across with that energy to encourage people to work with me rather than that lack and fear mentality, that mentality of desperate to make the sale. That is definitely not what I wanted. And to stay in that place of service rather than selling. Now, I want to just say here that this launch was quite different to other launches that I've done in the past. In the past, I've been very quick to open to market. I'll come up with an idea one week, I'll produce it really quickly, come up with a sales page and start selling it the next week. But this time I knew that Overflow Collective, and if you're not sure what Overflow Collective is, click on the link in the show notes below. It'll give you a great description of how it's serving the community of mothers who are entrepreneurs to come together and grow and scale together. But yeah, I knew that this was something I wanted to run long term. It wasn't just a product that I was going to sell or it wasn't just a mastermind that was going to run for a month. This is something that's going to continue for, I'm going to say, years to come. I can really envisage this being a community that's going to grow and flourish, maybe morph a little bit as we change and grow as well. But it's something there for the long term. So I wanted to make sure that I am giving people the chance to get to know what this new community was rather than just making a quick sale. So in a very uh, un-Tiffany way, I planned. (laughs) I made a plan, like a quite a long-term plan, a month in advance as to week by week what I would be doing the phase of launch that I would be in, whether that's growing the audience, building excitement, sneak peeks at what's to come and the actual launch phase, like the open cart phase. I really mapped that out in terms of what type of content I was going to put up, put out during that time, what newsletter emails I was going to send out, how often they would be. And while I didn't have everything batched and prepared ahead of time, I knew the type of messaging and energy I wanted to give out for each message or each social media post and each newsletter. The thing I did differently to everyone else was on top of all of that in my launch plan, I also included different mindset and energetic practices. So it wasn't just about the practicalities of the launch. It was very much about my mindset and energy because that's where I've fallen in the past. I've not been able to overcome some of these more difficult challenges in terms of, oh, what if no one buys? Maybe I should just not talk about it now so that failure won't feel so public. I knew that that wasn't going to help me and it wasn't going to serve the people who would really benefit from this community. And I really connected my vision and purpose and the sense of service to my actions rather than the other way around. So let me give you a sneak peek into what I did in terms of mindset work to keep the energy high despite 
setbacks, despite people saying no to me or to joining the community, despite me thinking, what if this is a huge waste of time? These are the things that I did to overcome these thoughts and negative emotions really quickly. So the thing I did every morning, well, most mornings, I've got to preface that. I'm not, I'm not someone who is super, super disciplined and will do something every single morning, especially in the phase of life that I'm in at the moment. I have a almost two year old. His morning schedule might slightly differ depending on whether he's teething or really hungry for milk or whatever. But most mornings I woke up and did EFT tapping. If you've not heard of what that is before, I am no expert, but basically it is almost like an active form of meditation and affirmations, but it helps you to identify and notice the negative thoughts that you're having, the limiting beliefs that are holding you back and then freeing yourself from them through, uh, yeah, tapping on your meridian points, I'm going to say, on your head and your face and on your wrists and hands. So you kind of go through this whole motion. And I've got a, a specific EFT tapping sequence that I use that I was given to by my business coach that I followed every single morning as much as I could. And that really helped me to set the tone for the day. So I knew that no matter what happened during that day, at least I'd done something for my mindset and I'd set myself up for success. The thing I would do before I go to sleep every night is to journal about what went really well that day to get me in that sense of gratitude so that when I woke up, I knew that the last thing that I did at night was to really feel into what success I was already experiencing what amazing, luxurious things I already had in my life. So I knew that that was setting me up in the morning as well. And then the type of journaling I did after EFT tapping in the morning is future scripting. Have you ever heard of future scripting before or ever done it? I'd love to hear your thoughts and your experiences. But it's basically me picking a date in the future and writing about it as if it was happening today. And of course it would be all positive. Of course it would be, I have just finished the launch of Overflow Collective. I felt so amazing doing it all. I feel so proud of myself. And the first session is coming up this afternoon. The women in there are so excited to join the meeting. They've already started asking questions about their challenges in business. And I know that I can give so much value in that call. So that's like an example of something that I might write. This again, just sets yourself up for success, expecting that it will go well and envisioning what it will be like to succeed. There was one particular day where I found it quite hard to overcome some of these negative thoughts. And I was like, I need to do something different. So I'm doing all of these great mindset practices already. I need to do something different. So I asked one of my business besties, she lives in Germany, but I was like, Hey, would you mind jumping on a call with me? I'd really love to have a chat and talk about all things business. And it was so nice just to have a chat with someone who really got me, who had been through a similar type of launch before 
And actually she was asking me questions about her own challenges and it felt so good to focus on someone else for a change. Like I think that morning I had spent so long thinking about my launch and maybe obsessing a bit too much about it. I really needed that chat with this friend to help her to overcome some of her challenges. And the unexpected thing was that once I was able to give her some helpful hints and advice of what I would do in her situation, it made me feel more confident. It made me feel like, oh, wow, I've got real value to give to her. I was really able to help her out. That means that I've got value to give the world elsewhere. And that's why I should continue on with this launch to pick myself up, to turn things around, because I know that I've got value to bring. So if you're going through a launch right now or you're thinking about doing it in the future, I would highly recommend to take your launch plan to the next level and inject it with a load of energetic and mindset practices. If you don't know where to start, if you're not sure what would work for you, send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to help you find something that doesn't feel too difficult, that will fit into your schedule with ease and will really help you to kind of up level your launch experience and how you come across to potential clients because your energy and your mindset is more than half the battle. Your audience can feel it. Like if you're, especially if you're talking on camera, they will know whether you feel nervous or not and what you're feeling nervous about. So yeah, come and find me. I'd love to share with you some of the mindset practices that have worked for my clients in the past. And I'll probably be able to help you find exactly what you need in this very moment. Now I had a couple of light bulb moments during this launch that I noted down and I was like, I need to share this with the podcast listeners because I guess these were things that I may have known already, but without experiencing this launch, I don't think I would have taken it to heart as much. So here's the first realization that I had. The women who signed up to Overflow Collective it was easy and effortless. Like I didn't have to convince them to buy. I didn't have to really show them all the bells and whistles. They knew straight away that they wanted to buy. They sent me a DM and said, Hey, I'm um, thinking this would be good for me. I've just got one question. I'd answer that. And they'd be like, okay, great. Where's the link? I'll pay right away. It was just easy and effortless. Sometimes I think we feel that selling needs to take this whole long process. You have to create a really deep personal relationship one-on-one with these people, but it doesn't always have to be that way. That might work for some people. That might be necessary sometimes, but for all of the people who bought, it was easy and effortless. I didn't have to do any of that really. So my light bulb moment here was to sell to those who already want the thing you're selling rather than trying to convince the people who aren't sure to buy because that's a waste of your time and maybe a waste of their time. Maybe your energy can be better spent on serving the people who know that they would be up for this opportunity to work with you. The next realization that I had was that it was actually really great to launch to an intimate group. 
I know that I said one of my fears earlier was, oh, what if only X number of people sign up? I didn't quite hit the target that I had in my mind for number of people to sign up for the first launch. But you know what? Everything happens for a reason. And I was so blessed that these women who joined up to start with, they really wanted to be there. They really wanted to share and they were open to helping me sort out my systems. Like I was using a new email provider. So I changed from MailChimp to ConvertKit because MailChimp was just really slow. I don't know if you've got this experience as well. ConvertKit so far has been amazing, really easy to use, very intuitive, didn't have all the bells and whistles that I needed that um, that I didn't need that MailChimp included. So yeah, perfect for me as a service-based entrepreneur. But I hadn't used their automations before. So I was able to ask, because it was a small number of women, I could ask each of them, hey, by the way, I just wanted to double check. Did you get this email? I know it's in an automation, but I just wanted to double check. So I could test my systems and processes on them. And I'm now able to get feedback from them to help improve things for when it does scale. So if you are launching and you're afraid of only a small number of people joining, that's totally fine. And the brilliant thing was that I was able to serve so well during that first call because it was a smaller number of women. I was able to really give them so much value. And this is what's going to drive growth in the community for the people within the community already to know that this is valuable, to share it with people who might be interested and it can only get better from there. So really blessed to have had those particular women join and to have that really amazing call with them. And my final realization was that I love doing group work. Like I just absolutely loved it. I literally came off the first overflow collective call. I ran downstairs where my husband was working and I just yelled in my face, God, that was amazing. It was so good. And have you ever done something, especially to do with either work or your business, where you finish doing that thing and you're just like, yes, this felt so right. This is exactly what I'm supposed to do. That's where I was. Like nothing felt more right. So yeah, I just love doing this. I know now for certain that I've definitely not wasted my time creating Overflow Collective. In fact, it's very much the opposite. It serves these women. It serves my sole purpose. I know it's the right thing for me. I know this is where I can create true value for people. And it feels really good to be facilitating these vulnerable conversations, which is something I think I, you know, I'm able to do quite easily to get people to feel vulnerable, like to share vulnerable things, uh, even to strangers quite easily. And that's where we're all going to grow really quickly together. So yeah, th this is definitely my jam. If you are feeling like, oh, I don't really have that many business friends who get me, especially those who are mothers, you know, these business friends that I have, they all don't have kids and they, you know, their priorities are a little bit different to mine. 
come and join us. Like we'd love to have you there. We'd love to have you join in on the conversations. You can ask anything you want. Nothing is off limits. We all understand where you're at. So yeah, come and join us. It's so much fun. I'll leave a link to how to join Overflow Collective in the show notes below. If you join now, you'll be able to join in on the September calls and get access to all of the Slack conversations where you get immediate support from us. You can ask anything about business, anything about family. Uh, Yeah, we'd love, love, love to have you there. So if you have any questions, send me a DM on Instagram. But otherwise, I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. Was this helpful to you? Was it relatable? Uh, Have you launched something in the past and you're like, yep, I felt exactly the same. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM. I can't wait to hear from you soon and speak to you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you could help me spread the word that this podcast is here to help other female solopreneurs just like you. Please give this podcast show a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe if you'd like to see when future episodes come out. If you have any questions about the topic spoken about today, I'm always happy to answer your questions. Come and find me over on Instagram at Tiffany Dawson underscore and shoot me a DM. I'd love to help. Until next time, take care.